spider friends. <laughs> My first task will be to destroy your friendship, get you to distrust, even dislike each other. Then I'll destroy your lives. <laughs> Making flannel pancakes, making flannel pancakes, making flannel pancakes. Are we going to get sued by Adventure Time? Why would you even say Adventure Time? I don't know what that has to do with Adventure Time. Yeah, or, exactly. Or any other companies. That, that was an might... original song written by me yeah. just now. Yeah. Just like Pancake Flying Disc. No, but seriously, I'm not taking credit for this song. Please don't sue me. We don't make any money from this. We don't have lawyers. Don't, just... don't pick on the little yeah. guy. Uh, hey, so no guests this week. Just Jack and I having fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> no, we we had a lot of fun laughing, and we got into some real serious relationship discussions. We... A little bit. It, it, it actually, I think this one gets a little dark mm-hmm. after we talk about uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, supervillain, the chameleon, just wanting to change into buxom ladies all the time then, then, <laughs> then somehow it takes a turn into a dark place yeah <laughs> i don't know how we got there from there uh we ate golden grams and it was the biggest mistake of my entire life that's not true <laughs> it was up there maybe it's on the list but it depends on how long you want that list to be well it's, anyway. not, it's not in the top 10 anyway it was just me and jack and you're gonna laugh a lot and you're gonna cry a lot it's great that's all See you out there. Sorry. Pour a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy. Public bathroom etiquette, the matches we can't see. Girls please to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Breakfast foods and bad times, the cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods and bad times, cartoons on the TV. That was a fucking weird show. <laughs> it's a million times better than some other stuff we've seen, but. So it's just me and Jack this week, because fuck guests. Fuck them, we don't need them. I mean, we do need them, if you know any guests no. out there who would be on our podcast. No, we don't need them. We're great yeah. without them. We, uh, we watched Spider-Man and his amazing friends, because I love that cartoon forever and ever. It's one of my all-time favorites. And the theme song is so great. One of my all-time favorite uh, cartoon theme songs. It was my ringtone for many years. <laughs> that was also... I think the first time I've ever watched a complete episode of that show. It's great, right? Um, it's something. <laughs> uh, I also, I think I've told Jack this many times that uh, the plot of every episode starts off with, here's the introduction of a villain, and by the end of it, it's just Aunt May's dog, Ms. Lion, gets kidnapped by the villain, and they have to save him, and I don't think Jack ever yeah. really believed me, but... No, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Bobby, Angelica, and I are taking off for a weekend house party. Isn't that nice, Miss Lyon? You're going for a weekend in the country. No, she can't come. I can't take care of her, Peter. I'm spending the weekend at Mrs. Newton's. The lady with all the C-A-T-S? 
Looks like our host on Wolf Island is getting an unexpected guest. It definitely has like a certain charm to it. It's, yeah. It's very dated, but it it has a charm for that. I think that charm would be awesomely bad. That's why I like it. Yeah, and the fact that it's so incredibly dated, yeah, it gives it part of that charm. I like that uh, Aunt May's dog always gets kidnapped, and they have to save the dog. But Aunt May is completely clueless that Spider Man and his roommates are superheroes. Yeah, yeah, um, and everyone knows that when you live with a little old lady, she wants to dust your your stuff, and yeah. she's inevitably going to dust that football trophy that for some reason why would peter parker have a football trophy for one peter's dad maybe but he was a scientist too yeah uh and i mean not to say you can't be a football scientist but peter parker not a not a football player he could have been i think we can all agree that spider-man would have been fucking awesome at football yeah but uh no there's a football trophy and when you pull the trophy Everything in the room flips over into like a super science lab superhero hideout. Aunt May is totally clueless. And she's to never this lab. once touched it. Yeah, no idea. She would definitely be dusting that thing. Yeah. She's she would be snooping. I don't know. Do you think Aunt May snoops? Uh, in this show, if you watch it a lot, it's. I mean, I think this is common in some Spider-Man canon, but she really hates Spider-Man a lot. Oh yeah. Like she thinks he's a complete menace. I, I, my theory is that Aunt May has known all along, and she's just like, got anything you want to tell me, Peter? Uh, uh, no, Aunt May, just studying at the library. Oh, I was just reading about Spider-Man. Real piece of shit, that guy. I, I bet you he lies to his own family. <laughs> I bet you, if you know him, if you know him, you should tell him. He's an asshole. That's what Aunt May says. <laughs> I mean, you know... I'm glad I have a nice, honest boy like you in the house, Peter, and not that that disgusting Spider-Man. Ugh. You know what I can say for Spider-Man, though? He has a real career, not a newspaper <laughs> photographer. At least he's doing something with his life. Ugh. And you know what? Spider-Man probably brings girls over, Peter. <laughs> I mean, in this show, Firestar lives with them. Bobby and whatever Firestar's oh. real name is are just like freeloaders who live in Aunt May's house. Okay, so a guy, a girl, well, a pizza well, place. Well, two guys, yeah, two guys and a girl live together in the same building as this little old woman. It's like Three's Company with superheroes. <laughs> She's always trying to catch them, and and they're like, "Oh, is that no, nothing superheroish going on here? Just just uh, your gay nephew." And- <laughs> It's a, was there a dog on Three's Company? Um, I think that uh, what what was the one? I've never seen the, the show. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it, but it's been many years. I just remember Don Knotts. Um, you had some theories about Chameleon you wanted to bring up. What are you doing over there? Um, nothing. I'm just thinking about my Chameleon theories. What 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 theories are you talking about specifically? Um, the the whole point of this was a giant ruse just so he could, uh, chameleon, like, clone himself into being an attractive woman. Uh, it definitely seemed that way. There was a lot of points in the plot where he absolutely did not have to be doing it, and he was just like, and now I'm going to let this giant robot attack you, but first I'm going to turn myself into a large-breasted woman. <laughs> <laughs> Change! 
ancient plan. My next victim will be... Firestar! You were pointing out yeah. that Chameleon just really needs to be honest with himself, you know? And if... just live as the Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, he spent a lot of time as pretty ladies with large bosoms. Yeah, if that's what he Just because. Be. Yeah, I mean, no... He had traps set for all of these superheroes, specifically tailored to their powers, and just was like, oh, you know what would make this more fun is if I had large large bosoms. <laughs> no judgment. If he wants to just yeah, be absolutely. himself. Absolutely. I know? mean, if you had... That, that's another thing about the chameleon. If you had the power to change into anyone, uh, I guess you could use that power... To try to create an awkward dinner party for superheroes like he did. <laughs> or you could just, like, turn yourself into an NBA superstar and, you know, uh, have have fun with your choice of ladies. Get into restaurants without waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, go to the bank <laughs> disguised as a wealthy person. Yeah. And perhaps take some of their money. There, there's all kinds of inventive things that you could do. And instead he's like, uh... I'm I'm going to to look like Spider Man and be a jerk, <laughs> and then they'll all hate him. Yeah, it, it seems like his whole his whole uh, plan in life is to just prank people occasionally. Yeah, like, except, this is like a Dennis the Menace type situation where he just wants to make comic foil for everyone. I think so. Except he is kind of menacing. What's that noise? I don't know. Is that the chameleon's helicopter? <laughs> What are you doing over there so I'm, much? I'm, I'm trying to look up some, some information here. Uh, because I thought that the voice of Aunt May and Spider-Man and his amazing friends from... What, what year is this from? From 1981 sounded just like the voice I of Aunt May. I thought this was from 89. No. Hmm. Uh, I think they just did really great casting of Aunt May. You're talking about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. No, I'm talking about the Spider-Man series from my childhood. Like, The oh. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, okay. You know, the one with, like, the crazy rock and roll theme song. And, oh my god, the woman who played Aunt May has been in a shitload of stuff. Well, and there's really only, like, X amount of voice actors in the world. They're all just yeah, doing all the roles. That's true. Oh my god, this, this woman's credits are extensive. Yeah, man, they and, all... And include... Adventures of the Gummy Bears, one of my favorites. They all work a lot. I guess now that I've watched it, I can see why you like it. But did you like it as a kid, like, earnestly? Or was it always, like, a kind of a joke? It's always been a joke to okay. me. That that makes more sense. I had to think about my answer to that, though. Okay, well, that's fair. I had a VHS copy of that episode that we just watched, and I watched that VHS until it didn't work anymore. Uh, I actually... I had a similar experience, but for me, it was Harry and the Hendersons, The Wizard of Oz, and Return of the Jedi, and Teen Wolf. I watched all of those things. Wait, until... Harry and the Hendersons, the movie or the TV show? The movie. Okay. All, all VHS movies. Okay. No, I think I was incorrect. I thought you were saying that she sounded like the Aunt May from the Sam Raimi trilogy. No, that's just an old lady. I'm well. That very well may have been an old lady. It, pro it was Julie Foray, in fact. 
Although she couldn't have been that old at the time. Yeah. My biggest problem with this this episode of the show, besides the chameleon just needing to be honest with himself about wanting to be a large-breasted woman, and he has the ability to do that. There's no reason he shouldn't. Uh, is that he definitely killed a bunch of superheroes, and then at the end they were just like, oh, just kidding, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, Captain America drowned in quicksand, and the rest yeah. of the heroes gave up on him it, immediately. The, the chameleon just goes, as Spider-Man, I'll save him, and then his web breaks, he just goes... And then he just <laughs> runs away. And, and everyone else is totally on board ev- with that. Everyone just stares and looks on in horror while Cap goes under. And then they go, hey, I don't think that was Spider-Man. And then they chase him down. No one ever stops to help Cap out of the quicksand. We're talking about the most respected hero in the entire Marvel Universe. And, and they're just like, yeah, it's fine. A group of super-powered individuals just elect to not help him. <laughs> Let him drown. <laughs> Careful, Iceman. This whole place is booby-trapped. Six little superheroes trying to stay alive. What the? Shh. One will step into quicksand, and then there will be five. Quicksand? This is the perfect place for quicksand! What were you saying about booby traps? Don't worry, pal. I'll get you down. Cap, look out! This place is hotter than a minefield in no man's land. Quick, Cap, into that pond. You'll be safe there. Right, Spidey. Got you. Ah! It's quicksand. I'll freeze the pond. Don't worry, Iceman. I'll web him out. Star, Spidey just stopped me from helping Cap, and now Cap's gone! Ms. Lion barked at him. That couldn't have been the real Spider-Man. Come on, let's follow her! And then okay. somehow later on he's just like, oh, I had him in a cage. By the way, he was in a cage. Yeah. Time. It didn't make sense. <laughs> uh, I, f- I feel like they gave up on him too easily. Did the chameleon have some, like, uh, super-powered butler there like like a supervillain butler to help him carry out some of these plans because i feel like he couldn't have been everywhere at once you know what now that you got me thinking about it there's gigantic plot holes all across this how did cap go from the quicksand to the cage that doesn't make any sense no it didn't he definitely I mean, I, was just i know how dead. dr strange ended up in the cage which is the giant robot that ate him took a shit into yeah. the cage yeah. he took a strange shit. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the the giant First of all, he called it a demon, but then it comes out and it's definitely just a big robot. First the recording, then the demon. <laughs> there you are. I've been looking for little superheroes scared as can be. A demon will devour one and then there will be three. Look! 
Doctor Strange has that like really pointy brooch that he wears on his cape. Do you think yeah. that hurt passing through the robot's intestinal system? I don't know if the robot has intestines. I mean, we don't know what he's encountering in there, but it just didn't make sense. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know what her name is, the Jungle Queen lady. Just Shinara, straight up. something like that. She-Ra? No, Not I can't She-Ra. be She-Ra. I can't be right. <laughs> no. Uh, no, she like fell into a vat of lava. Yeah, she fell from really high up, too. Like, even if she had fallen all that distance and landed in water, she probably would have died on impact. And I did mention that Namor is really strong, but he was in a Olympic-sized swimming pool filled with alcohol that the chameleon set on fire. By the great Poseidon himself, a swim is just what I need to revive my strength. That's not water. It's alcohol. It's drying me out, drawing the moisture from my body. Yeah, so the alcohol would be sapping his powers like kryptonite to Superman, and the fire would also be burning him like any living thing. Well, also, the bomb that uh, the chameleon uses at the end of the episode would not be as big as the Olympic-sized swimming pool of alcohol yeah. that lights on fire. Yeah, that would be a, like a nuclear bomb, I right? I also like how uh, the Submariner runs into this room with a pool of alcohol. Highly flammable alcohol. Yeah, and he's like, oh, water! So refreshing. Life-giving water! Yeah, if, if you walk into a room where someone has just had, like, a bottle of alcohol open and they were cleaning something, you immediately go, oh, Jesus, smells like alcohol in here. Yeah. If there was a fucking pool filled with alcohol, you would walk in and you would take one breath, your eyes would be burning, you just go, ah, oh, shit, what the hell, man? <laughs> I'm pretty sure people who work in facilities that, like, produce alcohol probably have to wear, like, a respirator and goggles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the man who lives in water can't identify water. (laughs) Fucking dummies across the board. All these heroes are a bunch of dum-dums. How many times did Iceman and Firestar fall into peril in this episode? A lot. It was was several times. And, And it was always over dumb things. I, the chameleon was sort of like just a terrible, stupid, nonsense villain. But luckily and, he was working yeah. with terrible, stupid, nonsense I was, heroes. I, I wanted to shit all over his plan, but it worked perfectly at every, <laughs> every turn. <laughs> and then it wasn't until the very end that things went wrong. For really no explainable reason. How did Spider-Man... He just... Oh, he... His Spider-Man final mistake... The helicopter. No, his final mistake was... He caught Spider-Man in a spider web. Oh. It's like catching Superman in a sun ray. Yeah, <laughs> just he, being like, oh. He had all these... <laughs> I've got you now, Superman. I'll expose you to the harsh light of day from which you draw your powers. This isn't webbing. It's electrical wire. That thing's just a big toy. Uh, he had all these great ideas the whole time. Yeah. The, the alcohol trick, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was what a smart idea. Well, except for the smell, which we've already addressed. Yeah, and also, uh, I like maybe Namor has allergies and he didn't notice when he walked in the smell. I liked how he tricked uh, C- Captain America into going into the quicksand by by going, "Hey, 
why don't, why don't you jump into that lake? <laughs> and Cap is just super on board with he it. He goes, great uh, idea, Spidey. Yeah, yeah let, let me just jump into the shallow... Hey, wait a minute, that's not... <laughs> and There what, was a warning yeah. right before that yeah. that one of them would go into quicksand. Yeah, the villain just announces... Are you making a phone call? Uh, that was an accident. That was a butt dial. Ooh, who'd you butt dial? Uh, just a friend that I was uh, texting. Oh, you're really. texting on the podcast. That's not yeah. rude at all. Well, if I we wasn't had a guest here. They wouldn't be doing. I, that. I wasn't texting at the moment. I just accidentally had the window open. That that's something we call it butt dialing still. But my butt has never dialed anyone. Yeah, no one keeps their phone. In their yeah, back pocket well, and anywhere. now that phones don't actually have buttons, but you have that inconvenient swipe. Where if uh, your contact is up on your screen and you just touch it the wrong way, it starts making a phone call for you. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty presumptuous phone. Maybe <laughs> maybe like an are you sure? Well, my phone has gigantic pictures of everyone's face that if you just accidentally come in contact with any way, it starts a phone call. Oh. And then, I, you know what? You pointed out that it's weird that it's called butt dialing, but it's not like we ever... Was there a time when anybody kept phones in their back pocket to begin with? Uh, parents. I think parents kept phones in their back pocket. It... It should have been called pocket dialing all along. Yeah, right? I think I think it has been called pocket dialing. It's just butt dial is smoother. Wait, I think I know where the term came from. Was it like when phones were new, you might like sit on it in your car? Yeah, probably. Not like it's in your pocket. You might just sit on it. Because this is back it's before plausible. flip phones. No, this was this was flip phone. Like okay. The, the first phones were usually flip phones. Yeah. Is he up? Do we want yeah. our update now? No, that's fine. He went back. Mike. You got to come out here at some point. We want an update. What? We want a last night update from you. Okay. You ready now? Sure. Just come sit down and talk to us. Okay. Do you have headphones? Uh, sorry. You yeah. don't, I mean, I can give you some if you really want them. You, you want the cans? No, that's fine. <gasps> okay, now we have to make it sound like Mike naturally showed up here. Hey, Mike, I see you're awake now. Yeah. Come on over here. Hey guys! We have really loud floors in here. Put in your headphones. (laughs) For the airtight seals? Yeah. Okay, got it. That's my headphone sound effect. (laughs) Um, So Mike is my roommate, and last night, I'm going to try to best tell the story of what happened last night, and you tell me if I get it wrong. Okay. Mike came out of his room last night while we were recording podcasts to say that a girl he had... How many Tinder messages did you send with this girl? Like one or two? A piece? Like four or five? Okay, so oh, real brief Tinder conversation. Yeah. She invites you out to a bar on a Friday night, and you come over to say, I'm going to yeah. a bar to meet this you, girl. You stumble out of your room with your pants open and no shirt on, and you go, hey, I gotta go. <laughs> and you said, you said, this is where I'll be if I don't come home. It's here's, because- a, here's a photo of this girl just in case she murders me. Yeah. So tell us what happened. Um, okay, so I go out there. And when I get to the bar, like, I see, I see her. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, I get to the bar, and uh, I look for her, and I see her at the bar, and she's talking to this, to this guy. I'm like, Carrie? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? And, like, she doesn't really say anything and just goes back to, like, talking to this guy, and I'm just, like, a little... Did she know who you were? How many I mean, guys she, from oh, Tinder wait, wait, did actually, she invite to this I, uh, bar? Wait, I, actually, let me get back up. I left at around 2 p.m. 2 a.m. I mean, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. 2 a.m. And uh, when I park at 2.20, I text her on Tinder and said, hey, I just parked. Okay. And then, fast forwards, I get to the bar. 
Does your life make that noise when you fast forward? It does. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, and and she's talking to the, the guy, and I'm like, hey. And she kind of acknowledges me, but not really. And I'm like, okay, a little awkward. But, yeah. All hey, right. come on over. Oh, hey, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I'm like, okay. And then I stand next to her and this guy, you know, to get a, to get a, a beer. And... Um, and then she, and then I get a, I get a beer, and she still doesn't totally acknowledge me, and she, um, well, starts to walk away. At what point does she realize she's made a mistake? Yeah. <laughs> Probably immediately. Yeah. Wait, did you put a shirt on before you went yeah. to the bar? <laughs> Damn it. Um, so, anyways, then I'm, I'm standing next to the guy who that she was talking to, and I'm like, I pat the guy on the, on the. <laughs> you just look at him and you go. You get invited from Tinder too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm like, hey man, uh, I'm Mike. What's your name? And he's like, such and such. I'm like, do you know Carrie? And he's like, I uh, yeah, I met her like five minutes ago. Okay, so she's real outgoing. <laughs> Wait, did did you guys did he address how he met her? I think that I that would, that would have been awesome if he was just been like, oh, I'm Tinder too. Yeah, but so then I I I go over to where uh, Carrie is in the other room. And she kind of like mumbles something and goes to another room. And I follow her there, and her friends are there. And she finally starts to like talk a little bit, but not much. Like she is just plastered beyond belief. Is she like slurring? Uh, she's not slurring, but she's absolutely plastered. Like okay. stumbling, bobbing, and weaving. Yeah, it's it's evident. Yeah. And so, anyways, like she meets, she introduces me to like a few of her friends, and like we play beer pong or whatever for like twenty minutes. And is she on your team or is she on the other team? No, she's on my team. Okay. But, I mean, like, her, her friends are cool and, like, outgoing, but she's just, like... Are they drunk? Uh, some of them. Okay. But she's just, like, quiet and, like... Maybe she was just intimidated. Like, when you showed up, she's like, oh, shit, he's actually here. Yeah. Or maybe she was embarrassed about how drunk she was. Yeah. That's true. Or maybe she was embarrassed about you. She was like, oh, shit, my friends are here and he actually showed up. Yeah. Uh, um, wait, wait, wait. Have I... we considered that maybe her friends sent that message to you? I doubt it. Okay. It's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, anyway. so, so, anyways, um, okay, fast forward. Um, like, <laughs> the, the bartender's like, last call. Do you have that remote control from the movie yeah. Click? <laughs> the bartender's like, last call. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go uh, uh, close on and get, you know, one more drink. And I guess, like, she thought that was, like, I'm going. And she's like, okay, have a good night. What? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm obligated to leave now. Well, yeah, it would what? be weird if she was like, have a good night, see ya. And you just, like, pop back up a couple right. seconds later. <laughs> see, I think her friend said this message. I think she had no idea she invited you to this bar. Well, okay, so, okay. Or she was just so drunk she didn't remember. So here, here's, here's look, at the last two things. Okay, when I texted her at 2.20 a.m., it said I parked. And I got to the bar and met her at, like, well, semi-met her at 2.30. Um, and then at 2.50, I look, and I see that I have a Tinder message. And I, I open it up, <laughs> and it's it from... Said, it said, just kidding, yeah. my friend said that. <laughs> It's it's from her like ten minutes ago because I'd already been talking to her. We'd already been together for like twenty minutes, and ten minutes ago, you know, in a response to just park, she's like, "Okay, cool." So like, and I'm like, uh, in the middle of hanging out, in the middle of dude, hanging she out, she had no idea what was going on. In the middle of hanging out with me, she texted me back on Tinder to respond to my "I just parked." Okay, uh, cool. She is 
wow. super gone and doesn't know what's up. Right. So yeah. so that's the level of drunkenness that she she's at. And and kudos to you for not taking advantage <laughs> and coming home alone. <laughs> Yeah, um, I. Uh, there, there are definitely some lesser men who might have uh, steered that <laughs> whole evening in a different direction. It, it was, it was bad. I was just like, oh my god, I have to get out of here. You're a good man, Michael D. But and, and then I saw it, like she had a Tinder message from today, and she said, um, "Wait, she messaged you today." <laughs> and yeah, said, "Hey, how the... come you never showed up?" <laughs> I want to point out that Mike has this history of having like. The most horrible, weird, drunken experiences with girls, and then they message him the next day, and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> but she texts or she messaged me on Twitter, and she's like, "Drunk," or no, she's like, "Sorry about last night." Hashtag drunk. LOL. Does, does that mean like, "Hey, sorry, I was really drunk. Do you want to hang out?" Or "Sorry, I invited you out. It's because I was drunk." <laughs> let's yeah, go. Let's go with that context? one. I, I, I don't How know. did you respond to that? I didn't respond. I think that's probably good. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good man, Mike. And you, of course, you know, you uh, shied away from this drunk woman so that you could come home and snuggle with Arfie, right? Yeah. Yeah, we spinned. It was. He's your forever love. It was satisfying. When Arfie invites you out to a bar, he means it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. And when Arfie shits in front of your door, he also means it. <laughs> oh. You gotta get him. He's jumping on me. Love you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks, Th- guys. Thanks for stopping in, Mike. Do you have any thoughts about Spider-Man or his amazing friends? He's the one who's in love with Mary Jane, right? All right, thanks, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. That's a great yeah. guest appearance. Yeah. Uh, so if we're going to talk about Mike's Tinder adventures... Uh, Do you have a Tinder adventure? No. You can talk about mine. I, yeah, I'm going to talk about your let's, Tinder adventure. Let's just do this because oh. I feel like we're going to do it. So why don't you? Really, yeah. Why don't you ask me what questions you want to ask me about my breakup, and I won't answer the ones I don't want to answer. You broke up with someone recently. I did. You ended it. What, how long were you guys together? Ten months. Ten months. That that's a while. It was a while. It's not nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> I mean, spring is approaching, and I have really bad allergies yeah. at that time. I mean, you'll be sneezing anyways. Yeah, but not at that. Not no. at 10 months. No. At, what, at does, like is pollen. that an expression? Does that mean something? Yeah. It just means like, hey, you know, take it serious. <laughs> because everyone who's sneezing is joking all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the appropriate response to jokes is sneezing a lot. <laughs> that that probably was tough. It's been, it's been uh, not great. But also great. Uh, <laughs> mostly not great. Okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. It'll get it'll get better. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um not well not on this anyway. <laughs> Come uh, on. That's mean. No, I'm just saying that I I've been wrong before. Oh, but you're right about this. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh so we we got you going on Tinder to re enter the dating world you're making a face i was i don't know that's all you wanted to ask me about the breakup for now what what do you what do you want to talk about what are you willing to discuss well what's on your mind i don't know i guess i just didn't want to talk about dating apps that quickly but um i don't know i i guess if i had to have a discussion about like if i was going to have a real honest discussion about what's really hard about it for me it's that 
I've been in a lot of really long-term relationships. Yes. And I am... Yep. And I am a person who is really good at learning from my experiences. And so over the course of like a decade, I built up this list of... Every time I would walk away from a relationship, I would be like, this is what I did wrong, and this is how I can act differently in the future. But more importantly to the story, I would be like, this is what was wrong about her, and I should make sure I don't date people like that in the future, or I should date people that are like this. And so over the course of a decade, I built up this list of... This Do's is what and don'ts. Well, it was a list of this is what a person I'm going to be with should be like. Okay. And then I met this person who checked off every item on the list. And then she ended up not being right for me at all. Okay, do you think your list was flawed? Or do you think the principle of having a checklist was flawed in the first place? I guess what I'm trying to say is that everything I thought for so long turned out to be totally wrong. I, I was apparently approaching it in the wrong way. and I've, I've been in that same boat. It's making me question, like, like if, th- if that wasn't right, then what is? What do I know? I don't know anything, apparently. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, you know that, but... Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's that's what's hard to deal with about it right now. It's just like, I don't even know anymore what's what's right. That's, uh, we, we talked a little bit about this on the Tindering episode, episode number two, mm-hmm. uh, in which I got a Tinder account for mm-hmm. the first time because I was single for the first time in many years. And, uh, I, I also experienced that, uh, oh shit, like if this isn't right, then what is? And I guess to go against that, rather than forming a list of criteria, which you're known to do, that that's one of your things, you're a, a lister. I enjoy uh, making lists. I decided to just go into it completely open and not really have any uh, anything that I might have considered like a deal breaker previously. Uh, you You were able to remove all deal breakers. Not all. I'm, I mean... I couldn't name anything specifically, but I I think... Well, like, I would consider, like... Somebody came to me and was like, hey, I just got out of prison. Uh, you want to hook up sometime? I would probably be like, let's let's slow down there. You would be like, are you going to wear the black and white stripy suit? Because <laughs> yeah. that's kind yeah. of a fantasy the, for me. The, the Hamburglar outfit. <laughs> are, are you going to have the ball and chain? Are you the Hamburglar? Did you steal hamburgers? Um, uh, she has the... Like, I, I would probably, you know, have to say no to, like, uh, you know, maybe, like hard drug users or things like that i mean i'm trying to figure out how many of these deal breakers you were able to do away with but it kind of shocked me when you told me you went on a date with a smoker i was like that doesn't seem like something he would do uh yeah so you you were able to remove some of them yeah i I mean um the idea of of dating somebody who had a kid previously i i think i would have shied away from and in the interest of keeping an open mind, uh, you know, I went in that. And I'll, I'll say this for t- I've, I've had zero bad experiences. Well, okay, so let me ask you for my sake. I mean, I, I guess you kind of just answered the question, but mm-hmm. how much did having this extremely open mind pay off for you? Great. Um, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm involved in a in a relationship as a result of that. At least, I mean, who knows? Not yet. But uh, I would say that I met cool people and I had fun experiences. And I, I I think it made me better 
hopefully made me better at being on the podcast. Just learning to kind of like be open and talk to different types of people and not and have sometimes have to barriers. really pry a conversation out of someone. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll share. It's a the, lot of life bits and pinging and ponging. Yeah. I'll, I'll share. Uh, I, I won't call this a bad story um, out of respect for the person because they didn't do anything wrong. It's just uh, I, I did have an accidental date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was deleting Tinder. There was somebody on there that I, I had just kind of chatted with a little bit. And I, I was like, you know, she seems cool. Uh, so I said, hey, let's exchange numbers. I'm going to get rid of this. She was down. And uh, accidentally said, I, I thought I was setting up like a friend hangout, uh, but without thinking that it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, you did it on Valentine's Day. But only because I just didn't have any plans. <laughs> so Sure. Did you did you convince this person to listen to our podcast eventually? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I've convinced anybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I've got some people who heard me tell them, please listen. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I thought I was trying to set up like a very casual, just like friend hangout. I was like, oh, you know, I want to go out and have a drink, maybe play some pool. Um, but. I, this other person had a totally different expectation. So I wouldn't say that it was a bad night and we still had, you know, talked and, and had fun, but because of the difference of expectation, there was definitely weirdness and a little bit of tension around the end of the night. Um, it sounded to me from the story when I heard the entirety of it yeah. that it sounded like it's hard to believe that there are people out there who go into Tinder for the Tinder experience, <laughs> but like they really exist. And it sounds yeah. like you unknowingly got one of those people to go out with you. And so yeah. she, that's the Tinder experience yeah. that she's used to having. So when I you weren't so. down for well, that, yeah. it's stupid. She because... in fact said that to me, this is the first time this has ever happened. And I was like, oh. well, I mean, if she's a hot lady, I mean, that's what a lot of guys are going to, yeah, they're not going to say no, I, I guess but so. like, you know, the, what's funny about it is that the sad thing is you're the dum dum here. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I, I, I want to be like, oh well. I'm... No, I I feel bad, and I, I I feel like I do need to at some point apologize to this person for unknowingly and without thought. No, no, no. You don't need to apologize. No, I do because I through my thoughtless actions. I think I might have created an expectation that I wasn't trying to no, create. No, no, no. You literally have nothing to apologize for I, here. I it's... asked her... I, in, in her eyes, I asked her out on Valentine's Day. And I think... It's some, not like someone... she was looking for a romantic date. Well, I, I don't know that that's the case. But, like, I guess... I wasn't. I, yeah. What I'm trying to say, though, is that... We just have to remember the the like class of application that we're talking about here. Like right. this app has a certain it class has a associated as with being it. a hookup app. Although that and, has not been my experience whatsoever. And because you didn't use it like that for a moment, you forgot that there are people that really do use it like that. Yeah. So the sad part is that you you made the mistake here, even yes. though I I would like to think that she did. No, I I, I take full responsibility. Yeah. So you didn't engage in any uh, Tinder activities with this girl. You did not Netflix and or chill. There was a little bit of Netflixing. Really? I thought it was all at a bar. Uh, no, that yeah, we did, we did go back to my place, and at that point, I was like, "Well, now I'm starting to yeah. think that this is your fault." I didn't know you went to your place. I thought I was being polite. I I don't know. So she went I, to your place. I think part of the problem is that I'm 
a, a nice guy and I try to be considerate. And what did you watch on Netflix? Star Wars The Clone Wars. <laughs> I mean, if there's ever been a more clear indication that sex isn't happening, it's when a guy <laughs> brings you home and turns on animated Star Wars. But it's not even like an adult Star Wars show. It's a it kid's show. Bit, yeah. What? There's a lot of killing in that show. I think you just think it's an adult show because Shut you're up, obsessed Maverick. with it. It's a, it's a show for kids. I'm an adult and I like it. Um, did you... Make any kind of. Ge- I'm making a gesture with my arm right now that people can't see. Did you maybe put your arm around this person while you're watching the Netflix? Did you indicate that you wanted to follow up the Netflix with some chill? You, I don't know. It's hard in retrospect. When I look back on on the day, I, I see some definite moments where I was like, I maybe should have been more clear. But again, I was also just trying to be open minded. Like yes. I said before. And I thought, yeah, hey, maybe this will go great and maybe something will come. But, but I, I, having been on the fence and, and wanting to keep things on the friendship side yeah. from the get-go, having someone be a little bit more aggressive was a big Yeah, and I, I admire your ability to to be open-minded about it. But once I heard that you invited her to your place, I was I kind of started yeah. to think this might be your fault. No, I, I actually read a really interesting article about feminist dating. Before you say that, I have one more okay. final question. Yeah. Um, I don't want to judge people here, but I do have to ask, how old was this girl? Uh, late 20s. Oh, see, everything you're telling me was making me think that she was probably very young, and I no, was going to say a little no, bit we're, dumber. No, we're, we're of, of similar age. Okay, so. okay. Uh, all right, well, I guess that theory's out. What, what yeah, about your article? Um, I, I read this article about uh, feminist dating, and... It's not something. Like this is what, when two yeah. feminists date each no. other. Yeah, well, it's it's dating tips for the feminist man, and it's basically. Oh, the article so, was written for men. For specifically, it was, and that, here's the thing: I wouldn't like seek out. It's not like I was googling like I need to read some articles about feminist dating. Well, that's what I assumed but you were some, doing. Someone I knew had shared it and said, "I think this is actually just great life advice for people in general." And when I read it, I was like. This is just great advice. And one of the things they talked about specifically was it's your responsibility to know what expectations you're creating and what ones you're sharing and to check in with the other person. And uh, I, I was like, oh, shit, I totally failed to do that. I don't know. When you put it in those terms, I, f- I feel like what you did was pretty harmless. I, I yeah, did admit that oh, it was we, kind of your fault, no, but it's parted, not like anyone got hurt. We we parted on fine terms. There there was no like hostility or anything. Yeah, it, you it didn't was just, like. But there there was awkwardness. Yeah, awkwardness is fine. You didn't like crush yeah. anyone's dreams. I mean, or I don't. Anything. I don't necessarily shy away from awkwardness. But I mean, let's admit there's a lot of women out there that are dreaming to be with you. <laughs> and those are called nightmares. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not like. She was pining over you on Tinder, I imagine. You had a brief Tinder conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not a bad guy here. I, well, I hope not. But but that said, I, I do think that I should check in and, and say, hey, I'm sorry. I, I realized after the fact that I probably made you think some things that I maybe wasn't ready to put out there. That's all. Yeah, you apologized. If that's your worst Tinder story, you're doing it all right, man. I'm not saying that I did something wrong. I'm just saying I could have done something better. That's all. What else you've written uh, down? I, I think, like, we were, we started out talking about the cartoon. 
a lot, and then we stopped cold to talk to Mike about his Tinder date, and then immediately switched from that to talking about your breakup to talking about my worst quote unquote Tinder story. Yeah, but like we've um, and it we've had totally worse. What's not funny? <laughs> that that whole description of my awkward date was. I don't know. It maybe doesn't somebody have to found be funny. funny. Yeah, it's like I mean, my the best show on television is Louis, and Louis is a comedian who makes a TV show that he flat out admits does not need to be funny. It just needs to make people feel a certain way. It still makes me laugh. Yeah, it's a funny show, but it invokes emotions in you really strongly. And if that's what our podcast does, then that's what it does. Um, And we've had worse flows of conversations before on this podcast. We were just joking about shoehorns earlier. And, like, you just laid out the chronology of these events, and I don't think it was a bad timeline. I think we, you know, moved... I, I stopped the flow sure. by going to hack up some phlegm. Mm. Phlegm's always ruining our podcast. I know. What else do you have written down over there? Uh, nothing important right now. Okay, well, do you have any other lingering thoughts about Tinder that you wanted to... I mean, let's keep this train going. Um, as, as far as talking about keeping an open mind on Tinder, um, I have since deleted it. You know, maybe someday I'll, I'll get back on there. Is You're it, not on any other dating no, apps, too, we should no. say. Um, but uh, I would say that I would definitely recommend it if you're if you're even thinking about trying it. Or if you're against it, like, like I was. Um, it is harmless at the end of the day. Right. You try it out for a couple of weeks. Except for how addicting it is. That's kind of harmless. It is addictive. Um, I, I was, like, draining my battery when I had it. I was you know yeah swipe and sending messages all the time yeah and, and i was like oh my like my thumbs hurt and I, as soon as my thumb started hurting i was like yeah this is too much i gotta stop and so i stopped using it and then after like a week of not using it i just deleted it all together can we talk about that happen one that i was introduced to yeah this is the creepy orwellian app you were talking about orwellian. right yeah um I don't know how many people know about this. I've not told it to anyone who was like, oh, yeah, I've definitely heard of that. But a friend introduced me to this app called Happen, which is exactly like Tinder. It shows you uh, people of the op- of whatever sex you're interested in, and you can swipe right or swipe left on them. Um, they have a super like feature, but it's free, so that's interesting. So up to this point, it's all similar to Tinder. Yeah, it's exactly like Tinder in that it shows you, like in my case, it shows you girls. Mm-hmm. However, the only girls that it shows you are girls that you've walked by. Who also have the app yeah, activated yeah, yeah. on their phone. Yes. And because this is like really obscure and I don't think anybody knows about this, I mean, I, I'm not seeing a lot of people on there. We're talking... I, I wouldn't expect so. Over the past few weeks, I've seen like maybe five females on there. And I wonder if a lot of people aren't resistant. I, I think I would be resistant to the idea of even downloading it just because of that feeling like uh, literally your your whereabouts and your dating is being tracked like moment to moment. Yeah, no, I, I downloaded it purely for the novelty because someone yeah. told me about this and I was like, that's such a crazy idea that I just want to see what it's like. Uh, did you have any kind of fun or anything with it or just... Well... I was I was explaining it to Mike. It's actually kind of a great idea, but it only yeah. works if everyone has it. Right. If it ever catches on, which I kind of think it won't, but if it ever gets big, it could be great. Okay. But like, I don't. 
I think, like you said, you're apprehensive about it, and I think a lot of smart people are going to be apprehensive yeah. about I, it. I, I mean, maybe if I ever decide to take up dating apps on the phone again, I might. I, w- I would consider that. But and this is true for like any social media application we could talk about. It's always going to work better in like a New York City or in L.A. It's yeah. just always going to be yeah. better than it's it a is numbers game. here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're not going to see that kind of stuff. I don't know. Is there something you wanted to ask me about Tinder? Just uh, how's your experience been so far? I, I know you get easily discouraged. Can you ask me a more specific question? It's too. It's too general. Um, have you been messaging anybody? Uh, like when? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I don't I'm being know. Picky here the, about. Since you got it, it's only been a couple of weeks, right? Uh, my phone has the thing where you can, um, like, combine apps into one square and make a folder. I see. And I combined Tinder and Bumble and Happen into one folder, and okay. I called it Sadness. <laughs> so it's going pretty well. <laughs> now I just, yeah. I'm like, what a horrible human being I am. Um, okay, here's, here's what, I, I don't know how to answer your question. This is the best I can do. The stage that I'm at right now with this is I get a match, we message back and forth for quite a while, have an excellent conversation, everything goes wonderfully, and then it eventually comes to the point where I ask them about a number swap or a meetup or a date, one of those three things, Yeah, and then one of two things inevitably happens right after that. The conversation completely stops to a halt and there is no response at all. Oh, or this actually happened in one case. Uh, it was like I sent like a response to something she said, and then I asked her out, and she only responded to the thing that was what we were talking about, but ignored the other one. Oh, and that's, so those yeah, are that's those rough. are the kinds of situations that I'm in right now. Okay, um, I did have some of those situations, especially early on. Um, I, I did have. You know, I, I I struck up a lot of conversations, and I I did meet a few people, and it all happened in a very short time. But in the first week that I had it, I had a lot of people who were like, "Yeah, totally," and then just dropped off the face of the earth. Or someone who was like, "No, we I need to talk more before that," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's totally fine. I understand that." And then stopped talking altogether. I had somebody who was like, "Yeah, we should meet. Let's go out Saturday," and then dropped off altogether. So, I, I I wouldn't get too discouraged because I think that's just a thing that happens. No, I mean I'm I'm just giving you an update on what's and, and happening. As you yourself being someone who, I mean, no one should take it that seriously. But you're definitely not like in there real serious right now. This is just kind of a casual. You're dipping your toes back into the idea of being single. Very slow. I I'm right now. I'm very attracted to the idea of what you did on your valentine's day date just oh you mean being ruining uh, someone's yeah night? No, no being being like awkwardly approached by someone that you just want to hang out with when they very clearly want to sleep with you no okay i meant you you invited a a, a person out of yeah. the opposite gender and yeah. you had the only intention of just yeah. maybe i'll make a friend maybe i'll just have an experience with yeah. someone tonight and I think that's a great way to approach it. That's the thing that I'm the most interested in right now. I I think that sounds like a like a good approach for you. 
I, I could just write all that on my Tinder bio, but then I would look like a fucking weirdo. That sounds like what a serial killer puts on their bio. I mean, we can work on that later, but... I, <laughs> I could actually put something like, I just want to hang out or be friends or uh, flay your skin and yeah. make something out yeah. of it. I was like, uh, I, I, I'd like it if you're a big fat girl so I could wear your skin. <laughs> do, you, do you use a lot of lotion? I'm looking for heavy lotion users. It's great that Tinder has the feature where uh, it copies over your name from Facebook. Because I could just change my Facebook name to Buffalo Bill right yeah. now. And yeah. then, you know, that would show up. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe having a, a casual bio of saying like, uh, hey, I'm not looking for anything specific. I kind of just want to hang out and see what happens might not be a bad idea because i think there's probably a lot of people on sites like that who are looking for just that or also maybe like you don't know necessarily what they're looking for i wouldn't for. say a lot let's not say a lot well i, I guess there it's are not people. fair to say there's a lot of any one type of person out there because as we just learned from my story earlier I kind of made an assumption that, oh, it's not actually like that. And then I kind of had a run-in where I, I go, oh, that is a thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so I just handed it to you. Do you want to just... I don't know how to operate your thumb. So you, your thumb is on the correct button, and then you need to swipe up? The camera came These on. chairs we use when we record okay. podcasts at my house are real farty. They make my butt sweat a lot. You got farty butt sweats? Or your chair has butt sweat. Or, or my butt has chair sweat. I don't know. Chair sweat. Uh, but no, mm. like anytime we move, these these are the fartiest chairs. Okay. Uh. Yeah, your profile's real, real general right now. And and dishonest. It says successful podcaster. That was I the mean, joke that I made on the tindering. I mean, you have successfully produced a podcast. But when which is we more first created people. your Tinder profile, which was a smash hit with the ladies of East Central Illinois, that was a <laughs> joke that I put on your profile. But I I did change it though. Well, yeah. I, I'm just saying don't criticize the joke okay. that was once on your bio. Well I, I Fuck you, we are uh, successful podcasters. <laughs> Fuck off, asshole. You're done already? I, I didn't edit it or anything. I figured we'll edit it later. But, well, uh, I, I figured we already did oh, it live once oh, on the air, and if okay. we don't like it, we can just cut it out. All right, all right, all right. We'll cut it out, like Dave Coulier. Man, if we got <laughs> Dave Coulier on this podcast, that would be so fucking awesome. Maybe we could get him to do like a phone-in and just say, cut it out. He's probably doing promotional work right now for Fuller House, so maybe I'm we could sure book him. I'm sure he is. Um, you know what would be a great cross-promotion? They should go uh, and make appearances on the World Series of Poker. <laughs> I don't get the joke. The cast of Full House. That was fucking lame. <laughs> every, that was the lamest joke. Every time I make a terrible lame joke, you always laugh so much. That was fucking stupid. Ugh, I guess. Whatever, man. Okay, we're going to swap some photos around here. And I'm going to get rid of that one. You just don't need that one. Five is, is, that, five is, is it, enough. Is that the nude? Yeah. I, I, I mean, no offense, buddy. Just nude. No one the... needs to know I have a horse cock right up front. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you collect dismembered animal penises is very awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no wonder you're not getting any dates. That's like third or fourth date revelation there. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, let's let's edit this this bio. Oh, dismembered animal penises is like my favorite band name ever. <laughs> I'd bet you anything; it's already a band, and a band that I, I wouldn't want to listen. I'm gonna to. write down the phrase "dismembered animal penises." While you're doing that, I know what Mike's doing right now, so I'm going to give our listeners a rundown of what Mike's, uh, an average Saturday or Sunday in the life of Mike. <laughs> well, let's start it with the wee morning hours of last night, yeah. in which he drove to White Castle, came back with a grocery sack full of White Castle yep. food, so- ate a bunch of shrimp and chicken from White Castle, went to bed got back out of bed to go to a bar and meet that very, very drunk woman, and then came home at, like, 3.30. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, I was going to say something pretty similar. That's pretty similar to a Friday night for Mike. Then on Saturday, this is this is pretty common, Mike usually wakes up around 2 o'clock. He will eat a gigantic, unhealthy meal. Then about 3 o'clock, he goes back to bed. Then he wakes up around 8 or 9... Then he uh, gets ready to go out to a bar. We'll go out to a bar with friends. Come home very, very, very drunk around four. Then once do it all over again. Like sleep till two. Eat a gross meal. Go to bed again. Sleep till eight or nine. And then wake up and and start his day. Just killing it. I mean... On the one hand, that almost sounds kind of sad. And on the other hand, that sounds like a fucking ideal weekend. Live in the dream. Yeah. Just like no restraints. Just sleep whenever you feel like it. I slept in uh, on my day off. I slept in until 11 o'clock the other day. I didn't set an alarm because I'm so used to, to waking up at least at like 8, 8.30. That's not something to be proud of. Like, it's not that late. 9 o'clock is like my sleeping in now. And I just assume if I don't set an alarm, I'll wake up naturally at 9. I woke up feeling so great and so rested. And I yeah. Go, oh, shit. It's 11 o'clock. It feels uh, nice. Uh, and then I proceeded to lay in bed for about the next 45 minutes. There was so. just an article on I Fucking Love Science about how... Uh, Sleeping in on the weekends is really, really bad for your health. Oh well, it's fine then. It was a Wednesday, so I'm probably I'm probably okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> sleeping in on Wednesdays is is totally fine. It's good for you. Doctors recommend sleeping in on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to you don't want that weekend sleeping in. That's bad for you. So make sure if you're going to sleep in, you do it on a weekday. Okay. How's it going over there? I made an edit. We, we can fine-tune it later, but uh, here's what we have. Oh, God, I don't want this to be read out loud. Uh, okay, what I put on here, uh, I, I reordered your pictures a bit. Um, I, I don't know. I Just try to capture, you know, what kind of dude you are. Uh, but also, because it's tender, you want some flattering pictures. Not dishonest pictures, but you want to, you know, you want to be flattered. I want to be um, Sean Patrick Flattery. Yeah. Um... You're going to be Flattery O'Connor, classic author. Um, As I Lay Dying. Uh, the okay. band? Yes. Um, Let's see. I, I just put that you weren't looking for anything too serious. You're just looking to meet new people and see what happens. Uh, cartoon- That's, I, I see that line on some people's profiles, and I'm like, oh, you just want to hook up. That's what I immediately think when I see that line. Is that Am I mm. wrong? I want you to tell me I'm wrong. 
I'm not going to say you're totally wrong. Do I, I just have no faith in humanity? Uh, I put cartoon enthusiast, podcaster, nerd. Uh, that way, I, I think it's important on Tinder to, to let people know what they're getting into. You know? But, like, seriously, though, is the subtext of that phrase the truth of what it means? Or is it, I'm looking to fuck... I mean, people can read subtext into whatever, and they can place their right. own it's a their own hangups there. Uh, saying, "Hey, I don't want anything too serious," could mean, "Hey, let's go for coffee," or it could mean, "Hey, let's fuck." But I think if you're not sure what that means, I would at least give the other person a chance. Yeah, and I, what they want should probably become clear pretty quickly. Yeah, there was a an interesting. Uh, verdict on Judge John Hodgman this week that <laughs> okay. that reminds me of what you're talking about. There was two guys who play Magic the Gathering together, <laughs> and uh, they always play with decks they only built from booster packs. Okay, and one of the friends started like going out and buying individual cards from card dealers. Oh, and so the other friend was like, "Well, now it's not fun to play with him anymore. So, Judge, I want you to rule. Make him. I want you to rule that he can only play with booster packs." Uh, okay. And so the judge originally sided with the guy who buys individual cards. He's like, that guy is supporting local businesses. He's like, you can do the same thing. Yeah. He's also saying, if he's making it not fun for you anymore, then eventually you'll just stop playing with him and the market will correct itself. He's like, he will realize that he's ruining the game and you'll walk away and it will all work out in the end. So the judge sided mm-hmm. with the guy. Um, But... But, I think I told this wrong, but there's a bailiff on the show, Mm -hmm. and the bailiff pointed out that there's really no correct solution to this. Because, let's say you rule that the guy can't buy uh, single cards, Mm -hmm. okay? He could just take that money that he's spending on single cards, just buy shitloads of booster packs, and so... Was this an income inequality issue? Like, one person couldn't afford to maybe buy those... Those choice magic cards? I think... I actually think in the guy's original post that he made, he specifically mentioned that they are of similar income. Okay. Uh, So, like, Jesse, who's the bailiff, pointed out this really interesting verdict that I thought the judge should have gone with, but he didn't. Jesse was like, they should be required to keep two separate decks. One deck that is made entirely of booster packs, and there's a budget per month on that desk. That, oh, bo- yeah. that deck. The budget per month is an interesting stipulation. There. Like 20 bucks of booster packs can be yeah. spent on this deck per month, and then one deck where there are no limits and no rules. Mm-hmm. Okay. I make two leagues of play, but the judge didn't go with that. What, what was the final ruling? The final ruling was that the guy is going to... The guy's going to... Um, there's there's a, a, a long-standing tradition on the Judge John Hodgman podcast that you cannot change people's behavior. They will do what they will do. Yeah, so he ruled true. that the guy should be allowed to spend money on cards as much as he wants because of what I said earlier, which is that if he makes it not fun to play, his friend will just stop playing with him and he will realize his mistake in the end. Right. Oh, wait, wait, no, that's not what happened. It was actually a really funny, <laughs> okay. stupid... Every okay. once in a while, he'll do a totally stupid ruling just for He should own... make them switch to Pokemon cards. Just... <laughs> that, that would be great. <laughs> just for his own boredom, he'll do a super stupid ruling sometimes. He made it so the guy who was bringing the case, the guy who's not spending too much money, yeah. he said, you have to start a Kickstarter campaign and try to get people to crowdfund 
cards for you to like people will give you money and you will buy better cards so you can match your friend and he's like you have to start the kickstarter campaign next week you have to send me a link to your kickstarter campaign so i can share it on my podcast and try to get you some money and like essentially he was just saying there's no solution to this it's really stupid one more weird thing from judge john hodgman because uh this is a kind of a funny topic conversation a couple of weeks ago, they had a guy on, and this was this has nothing to do with the case, but the judge always asks them, what do you do for a okay. living? And the guy travels all over the world. He goes to foreign countries and finds board games, not like, like you know, Monopoly or Scrabble or anything, right. like tabletop games, yes. you know, uh, for people of that subculture. And he goes to these foreign countries. He finds what are, like, the best tabletop games in that mm-hmm. country, and then he tries to remarket them for America, and okay. that's his whole job. And... The judge is like, you know, super interesting job. The judge is like, yeah. what game are you working on right now? And he was in, I don't remember which one, but it was one of the Scandinavian countries. I want to say like Switzerland. And the big game right there at that time that he was trying to market was they have this game where the story of the game is there's a king and queen of a imaginary land who are the rulers of this land. They are rabbits. Okay. So this rabbit king and queen are being, are they getting a divorce? And you have to play one of you. It's a two-person game. One of you plays as the king. One of you plays as the queen. Oh. And you have to work out the like the uh, parts of the divorce and try to get the most out of the divorce over the other person. That's interesting. Are there lawyers in the game? Is it like a four-player? Or, or could you like hire a team of lawyers? It's it's a two-person game. I specifically remember that huh. part. You can't play with more people. But yeah, I thought that was a really super interesting. Game. I think in the interest of. Of fairness, you should want the rabbit couple to split it 50-50, you know, and just... No one wins the game, then. I disagree. I think everyone wins. <laughs> I mean, there's already love lost, a kingdom divided. They probably had lots of kids, because they're rabbits. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how well everyone wins board games or selling, though. Well... I mean, if it's a... If Bernie Sanders has his way, they will. If it's a divorce... If it's a divorce game, it'll it'll probably be a huge hit in the U.S. With with at least 50% of people. I worry that people that listen to this podcast will think that we just hate all liberals or, like, free thinkers because we're always making jokes. No, I'm extremely liberal. I don't know if people will huge think that Bernie we're Sanders kidding or not because of how often on this show yeah. I say, thanks, Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Do people know that I'm kidding? I can't wait till we can say... Thanks, Bernie. I hope you're right. <laughs> Me too. Um, Except should, it might actually be like, thanks, Bernie. <laughs> should we talk about how uh, like completely uninformed I am about politics? You, well, I, we just covered it right there. It's 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 by choice. It's so bad that uh, just yesterday I was listening to an episode of Comedy Bang Bang. And if you're not familiar with this podcast, they have uh, celebrities come on and they do characters. And it's like a little improv session. Uh Uh, On this episode I listened to yesterday, they had a guy on who was pretending to be Trump. (laughs) And a guy who was pretending to be Sanders. And they had a little debate. And the guy doing doing Trump was like fucking perfect and spot on. It was so good. Mm -hmm. I think it was James Adomian. Okay. Um, But the other guy... Doing Sanders, it wasn't even a funny impersonation to me because I've literally never heard him speak one word before, <laughs> and I don't know what his voice sounds like, so I don't know how accurate. So right his... now, you just think Bernie Sanders is that guy who did an impression on a podcast? I assume his impersonation was pretty good, okay. but like everyone was like, "You got to go watch this Larry David thing," and I was like, "I don't know how good his impersonation is." It's pretty good. 
I've seen pictures of Bernie Sanders. I could pick him out of a lineup. Okay. okay. It's um, just not interesting to me. I don't care about politics. It doesn't matter. And there's, I, per, I strongly believe that there's nothing I, as a one-person individual, can do to change the things that I'm upset about. So that's why I choose to not partake or follow it. I guess deciding that you can't solve your problems is, is kind of a good excuse to not try. I don't try. I, I know. That's, well, I, there's I, another big part of it for me, too. That's not the only reason I shy away from politics. I don't like having conversations with strangers about things that are so completely polarizing. And, and I, complex. No, it's not even that. It's just I firmly believe that there is never, ever, ever going to come a time in my life where I could do all this research on political issues and become, like, bone up on them and know every argument yeah. that could be made for and against them and do all these things. And then... I will have a conversation with a strong right-leaning Republican, and I will change their mind. At the end of the conversation, they'll be like, fuck, you were right. I'm going to vote differently now. No, that's true. It doesn't matter because I'm never going to change someone's mind. Yeah, well, that's possible. Speaking of that, do you remember that Wikipedia I found? that It wasn't like an article from Wikipedia. It was like its own separate wiki, and it was just a list of topics that right-wings think are important, and... Oh, and also ones that that liberals think are important. And it was like, if you're a Christian... Sorry, I shouldn't say if you're a Christian. If you're a Republican, you're supposed to go to this website. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did a little free association yeah. there. Um, you're supposed to go to this website, click on one of these topics, and it gives you arguments to make against the other side for why these things are okay. right. But it was like it was like the most fucked up bullshit I'd ever seen. Uh, there was one of them that was trying to... It was like an argument for why the earth is only 5,000 years old. Okay. Okay. And it was like, these are the, if someone's trying to debate you, that so, the earth... so it was a conservative website that was trying to tell people, Hey, when these liberals try to feed you this nonsense about rationality, here's some things <laughs> that you can throw back. Yeah. But like some of the arguments were like, who the fuck wrote this? Uh, on, this is where this is, this one's so serious. It might be a troll. Okay. Uh, it was on the page about if someone's trying to debate you about how old the earth how old the earth is and you're trying to explain to them that the earth is only 5000 years old you should use the argument that the earth can't be more than 5000 years old because anderson cooper has gray hair and then there was no context explaining why like it was a thing about how the earth can't be more than 5000 years old because at the time we are in life right now Men are developing gray hair earlier in life, and then it mentioned Anderson Cooper as an example. I don't understand at all the leap they're making. They didn't. They didn't provide context to explain. Wow, are they taking into account like just for men hair color? That he, <laughs> he could easily have dark hair tomorrow if he wanted. Well, you know who made the just for men is those dirty liberals. Yeah, probably. Need to go salt and pepper like the good Lord intended. <laughs> I mean, I think salt and pepper is just great. I wish I had that look. Yeah. Well, I'm working on it. Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, what do you got over there? What do you mean, what do I got over here? What do you got over there? What's under, what's under that shirt? It's good looking. <laughs> no one's ever said that before. I like what I saw. Uh, yeah, nobody's said that either. You got anything on that paper? Um, No, nothing for right now. Okay. Do you, did you want to talk about your ear mold thing? Or should, oh should, my gosh, I got my ears molded this week. One? A post lunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I save my ear yeah. mold for that? Yeah. 
Okay. Now it's just going to sound like I got mold in my ears. Well, it was technically a fungus, right? <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Are we wrapping this up? Um, I, I think let's leave people with some closing messages here. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, sorry. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> no. Christ. Number three, be aware of the expectations that you might be creating with other people. Number four, uh, just get out there and have some fun and, and, you know, keep an open mind. Try new experiences. Uh, We should mention the Twitter and the email. At flannel underscore cakes on Twitter. What's so funny? (laughs) We we didn't talk about our cereal one single time. Fuck the cereal. I don't don't like that some people say to us... No, I think the cereal could be our big closer here. All right, what do you want to say about the cereal? I, I bought some Golden Grams, remembering how delicious Golden Grams are. I ate some Golden Grams straight out of the box. They were fantastic. Yeah, they're way better without milk. I love Golden Grams. They make good, like, s'mores treats. You make that s'mores trail mix with them. All great uses for Golden Grams. What's not a great use for Golden Grams is pouring milk on them and then eating them more than 15 seconds after the milk has made contact. <laughs> you gotta eat it real fast. Golden Grams are basically, it feels like they were developed in a lab for like really old people who still want to eat sugary cereal. And it basically turns into like oatmeal mush after 30 seconds. At Ugh, least. Worse than oatmeal mush. Yeah, it's just, it's real mushy. You know what? You can call me an asshole here for this, but we joked an earlier. For all kinds of reasons. We joked earlier, you said that we're not successful podcasters, <laughs> but I think in this context we are, because we have a show where we can talk about the things we want to talk about, and also not talk about the things we don't want to talk about. So if we don't want to talk about cereal this week, fuck, fuck people who say yeah, we should always know, talk but, about cereal. But I generally always do want to talk about cereal. If somebody is wanting to bring it up, I would jump on it immediately. Yeah, well, don't jump on your cereal. It's going to get all yeah. crunched and... You know, it's yeah. gonna be unless like, it's golden grams that's been in the milk, then it'll just get mushed. Yeah, you'll have golden grams yeah. stuck to the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. Anyway, golden grams—they are as good as you remember. Just keep milk away from them. Mm-hmm. Don't ever let the two. It's like matter and antimatter. Yeah. Okay. At flannel underscore cakes, flannel cakes podcast at gmail dot com. Jack, what do you want to see in our inbox this week? Two to three messages would be good. <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter what content is inside of them just something if you have any funny tinder horror stories or a suggestion for something maverick needs to have on his profile send it send it our way if, if you have something that makes maverick an automatic right swipe let us know what it is <laughs> a picture of jack <laughs> bye <laughs> Miss now, web slinger. Say, Chameleon, your party sure ended with a bang. You lost because of an uninvited guest, the eighth little superhero. <laughs>